cops knew who I was. You don't regret killing this guy? I don't regret killing him, no. We are all evil in some form or another. And they covered it up and let me kill the rest of those guys to turn me into a serial killer. for what's happened. The only motive that there ever was was to completely control a person, a person that I found physically attractive, and uh, keep them with me as long as possible, even if it meant just keeping a part of them. Yes, I am evil. Not 100%, but I am evil. Baby, I got a Run away fast as you can. Some officials concede Atlanta is unlikely to catch the killer unless he keeps on killing. I will say that there's a better chance to catch him if he doesn't stop. So your only regret is that the torture didn't go on anymore. Right, and I regret not killing my other victim. Run away! Run away from me, baby! Run away! Then it get crazy! I can't see just... I do not like how Haley was looking at me for this for the Jeffrey Dahmer part at all. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, uh, Haley wants to um control me and have me be her no, love for the rest of No, I life. just want to pour acid in your brain and control you. Oh, well, everybody, this is Dude Was My Killer. That is Haley Rigsby wanting to c- control me. Hi, everyone. And I am Kay Wood, the genius, your host. Oh, my God, Haley. Well, how are you doing today? I'm doing great. This is two episodes, one week. Yeah. Two episodes. One week. Okay, so everybody, I know you're wondering, why is this episode coming out a day earlier than normal? That's because this will be our usual day coming out out mm-hmm. seeing as i have uh <laughs> things to do on thursday nights yeah. so this will be a wednesday night thursday morning opening podcast so definitely look forward to um checking out podcasts on those thursday mornings the morning before you go to work and then you know friday you can check out on friday as well still hell yeah um i have something to tell you Haley. what 
been looking everywhere. Uh-huh. Making sure that I can say this announcement for uh-huh. sure. Uh-huh. We are the first podcast to fully cover Charles Harrelson. Are you serious? We are the first one. That's awesome. There was one of the podcasts I could find that mm-hmm. covered him a little bit. They mm-hmm. covered a free transfer. It was, yeah. a, it was a John F. Kennedy conspiracy podcast. Yeah. So you can't do that podcast without the free transfer. Oh, this is, this is true. But you, but we had a first podcast to say just strictly covered Charles Harrelson. Which is still amazing to me. That is, this is awesome. Because as you as we talked about earlier, it was a crazy story. But for all our fans, Haley says she's a, she even has a crazier story for us today. Well, yeah. Oh. Well, Haley has a story today. I know you've been thinking, when is Haley going to have her story? Right now, bitch. Oh, 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 don't call our don't call our guest bitches. I wasn't calling our guest bitches. <laughs> I was calling you a bitch. Oh, well, you can call me a whore more than a bitch. Right now, whore. Ooh. I don't like saying that word. <laughs> I prefer to say bitch. Yeah, I'm about to say the whore doesn't come out as well as bitch. It's do- no, it doesn't flow. Yeah, doesn't... Bitch just flows. Yeah, it flows out of your mouth for some reason. Yeah. The whore just doesn't. Bitch. Yeah, but whore. Oh God, whore sounds awful coming out of your mouth. Yeah, it's just very now. I am a white girl, but uh, to say like whore is a very white girl. It sounds thing. like it sounds like you're speaking out of Stephen Hawkins machine. Whoa. <laughs> Whoa. Like Stephen Hawkins just typed in whore. He was just like whore. Shut up, you whore. <laughs> R.I.P. to Stephen Hawkins. <laughs> R.I.P. dude. <laughs> you were smart, but I watched the Theory of Everything. You were kind of an asshole, too. Ooh. Yeah. Well. Who knows? Yeah. <laughs> His ex-wife knew. Ooh. Yeah. Burn notice, Stephen Hawkins. <laughs> I put you on blast, Hawkins. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, for everybody that loves our putting on blast Stephen Hawkins, uh, give us five stars. Yeah. <laughs> if you're ready for someone to finally call out Stephen Hawking on his shit, give me a five star rating. Uh, I mean, that's all you gotta do is say five stars. Uh, we really hate Stephen Hawkins too, or five stars, fuck you, for not liking Stephen Hawkins. Man, Stephen Hawking, you can go suck a fart, dude. Hey, 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 don't don't come, God, leave the, leave Stephen Hawkins alone. <laughs> <laughs> Just give us a five star for anything. Give us a five star. We like how Haley says bitch. Five bitch. stars. <laughs> uh, fuck, Haley say horror better. Five stars. Yep. Anything, five star to anything. Yeah. Well, you know what? Give us five stars. Also, check out the Facebook group, Want More Noise. Instagram, here's your killer. And Twitter, here's your killer. Mm-hmm. So check out those. And uh, message us. Let us know how you're liking the podcast. I've been posting up a few things. I hope I hope some of y'all at least enjoyed the Jimmy Chagra video I posted on the Facebook group. Because it is intense. Uh, so yeah, let us know for sure about the podcast. And uh, so, yeah, we're really looking forward to it. Um, 
replies. Feedback. Uh, feedback, for sure. Oh, I guess also the e- email address. So, email address, K-A-Y-W-O-O-D-17 at me.com. So, kwood17 at me.com. Not if you wanna, spawn. If you, <laughs> if you want to email me as But, as well. Apple, you know what? If you want to sponsor us, you're more than welcome to. Oh, uh, I mean, that is true, too. Uh, Apple, I don't think they sponsor people, but they can start sponsoring people. I'm going to guess that because you just talked so much shit about Stephen Hawkins. I'm going to guess that Apple's going to probably pull out. Apple has nothing to do with Stephen Hawking. Yeah, but I don't know. They're probably like, yeah, we don't want to be associated with a person that just destroyed Stephen Hawkins. Dude, I'm not destroying his intelligence. I'm destroying (laughs) him as a a person. As as a a husband. As a person. (laughs) He cheated on his wife, and then she's like, you know what? I'm tired of you cheating on me, and I'm tired of feeling like you think I'm stupid because I'm a Christian. Do you think... Do you think Stephen Hawkins would have been one of those people that got, like, super late at Comic-Con and places like that? No. No? Mm-mm. No. I mean, I don't know. This is not what the podcast is about. <laughs> <laughs> is this not a Stephen Hawkins get a late podcast? It's not a Stephen Hawkins or Stephen Hawking. <laughs> Stephen Hawking's getting laid podcast. Getting yeah. laid the podcast. Nope. Oh, okay. Sorry. I thought this is Stephen Hawkins getting laid to podcast. I guess it's going to be... I guess that's a new podcast I'm no. making. <laughs> well, you can you just do that on your own, man. <laughs> okay. Well, Haley, are you ready to kick some ass in a very nice story today? I think the real question is, are you ready for me to blow your mind? Um, I mean, I'm ready for my mind always to be blown. Okay. Right, you bet. All right. Well, let's get to it. Let's get to it. All right, Haley. Well, let's see what you got. Okay. Well, Kip, my darling, my dear, have you ever seen the film The Fugitive? I have seen the film The Fugitive. Well... Did you know that that was based off of a TV show? Uh-oh. Well, it was based off of a TV show. And did you know, I doubt that you do because you didn't know there was a TV show in the first place. Mm-mm. Did you know that that TV show was based off of a real crime? Mm-hmm. But I am all ears. Well, today we are going to talk about the murder that inspired the fugitive. Mm-hmm. Also known as the Bay Village Murder. I like anything with villages in it. Okay. Shout out to the village. You know what I said? Glass coming out. Ooh, woo, woo. This weekend. Ooh. Yee. Yee, yee. Yee, yee. Can I get a yee, yee? I'm going to leave that for the guest at home. Okay, cool. <laughs> well, uh, this story starts with a man named Sam Shepard. Sam Shepard? Yes. He was born on December 29th, 1923. Okay. Yes. So we're going back in time there. Yes, this is, this whole, all of this takes place a long time ago. Oh, okay. Yes. 
and he was born in Cleveland, Ohio, to Richard and Ethel Shepard. So the Shepherds from Cleveland, Ohio. Yes. Okay. He was the youngest of three boys, and while we don't know too much about his childhood, we do know that his father was a doctor, and all of his sons pretty much followed in their father's footsteps. So, even Sam Shepard was a was a doctor as well? Yes, we're getting there, though. Okay. Alright, yeah. right, there's someone else I want you to know about. Okay. Her name is Marilyn Reese. Marilyn Reese? Yes, she was born on April 14th, 1923, also in Cleveland, Ohio, to Thomas and Dorothy Reese. Now, I don't, I actually do not know too much about her childhood at all. Okay. Or, like, what her parents did. But I do know that both Marilyn and Sam went to Cleveland Heights High School where they met. Cleveland Heights. Cleveland Heights. Woo, woo, woo. Class of 1946. I don't think they were class of 1946, babe. I'm gone. I'm just guessing. That'd be 18 years old. Uh, probably like 19... Well, around there. 19, like... No. 41? Sure. We're... It, it doesn't matter. Well, 18 years from 23. I'd say 41. Uh, yeah, well, that doesn't, that doesn't yeah, matter. Yeah, doesn't matter. Okay, so... <clears throat> in... Uh, well, in high school, Sam had a very successful career. He had a very su- successful high, high school career. Okay. He was a super active athlete. Um, he spent three years as class president, and he was a fantastic student. And he ended up starting his college career at Hanover College in Indiana and took additional courses at Case Western Reserve University. That is in Cleveland. Why do these, all these schools sound so fucking made up? I don't know. They're like, they sound like so made up. Like Case University in Cleveland? Yeah, I don't know, man. I don't know. Like Sam, did he fake a college degree? Yes. <laughs> and turns out he faked his college degree, and uh, we can just wrap up wrap up this episode. <laughs> and that was the crime that inspired The Fugitive. Oh, whatever. Get out of here. <laughs> So he took additional courses at that university in Cleveland, mm-hmm. and then he eventually went to medical school at the Los Angeles Osteopathic School of Physicians and Surgeons, which is now known as the University of California in Irvine. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Now, I can assume that Marilyn stayed in Cleveland for a while, but not for long, um, Sam interned at, uh, the Los Angeles County General Hospital, so that's where he did his internship to, I guess, finish out his medical school career. Is, was he George Clooney off the of ER? He inspired George Clooney off the of ER. No, well. think, uh, think more McDreamy from Grey's Anatomy. Oh! Yeah. Nice. Just keep that in mind. Okay. You know. I keep it in mind. Yeah. Keep yeah. that in mind. Did you watch Grey's Anatomy? I did. I watched the baby like a little, a little bit. bit. Of it. Yeah. yeah. I am. I myself am a am a Grey's Anatomy fan. 
I'm learning something new, guys. Mm. Right. So, remember how I said that Marilyn probably only stayed in Cleveland for a short amount of time? Mm-hmm. Well, I know that she only stayed there for a short amount of time. Because on February 21st, 1945, when they were both 21, Marilyn and Sam got married in Hollywood, California. Ooh! Nice! Hollywood. Oh, she's she's seeing the sign. Hollywood. She just saw the letters. Yes. So, after they married, Sam ended up joining his father's practice, which was getting very successful, mm-hmm. at the Bayview Hospital in Bay Village, Ohio. Oh, huh. all right, mm-hmm. Bay Village, Ohio. Yeah. So I didn't know Ohio even had bays, but I guess they have bays in Ohio. Yes, it would be northern Ohio because it's uh, close well, to... Well, it's by Cleveland, so it has to be northern Ohio. Well... I'm going to guess it's by Cleveland. Sure. Uh, All right. Let's see here. So he joined his father's practice in Bay Village, Ohio, but not before they give birth to their first child. Okay. They have a son named Samuel Reese Shepard, mm-hmm. born in 1947 in Los Angeles. Okay. So after their son's born, they go back to they go back to Cleveland. Uh-huh. And they settle into a beautiful lakefront home in Bay Village on Lake Erie. Okay. One of the Great Lakes. One of the Great Lakes. One of the Great Lakes. Yes, and uh, you know things things stay pretty normal f- until 1954. Mm-hmm. Um, they, you know, they build they build their home. Um, he he's becomes a really popular, successful doctor in the area, mm-hmm. and in 1954 in March, Marilyn gets pregnant with baby number two. Ooh. It's a baby number two. Baby number two. Okay. So this brings us to July 3rd, 1954. July 3rd. A lot of shit happens on July 3rd. Yeah, people start to get crazy around the 4th of July. I don't know what that's about. Yeah. So this is, and this is truly a 4th of July weekend because I looked it up. July 3rd, 1954 was a Saturday. Oh. So, 4th of July weekend comes around. Uh-huh. Sam and Marilyn, they are entertaining some neighbors uh-huh. at their home with dinner and drinks. Uh-huh. Keep in mind, Marilyn is four months pregnant at this time. Uh-huh. Now, something unfortunate did happen around this particular time. Okay. Sam recently admitted to Marilyn that he had an affair. Uh oh, fucking Stephen Hawkins. But they decided to stay together and try to save the marriage for their son, who was seven at the time. Ooh, fucking Bill Clinton. So I have I, I found two conflicting stories on what happened next. Mm-hmm. Either Sam gets an emergency call from work. I think he, I heard in one like one. Source that he had to go reset somebody's leg. Like, somebody broke their leg and he had to set it. Hmm. Okay. 
So either that happened or, uh, well, that happened, he gets home super tired or he just falls asleep. But somehow he ends up falling asleep on the day bed that is located in the living room of the home. So wait, so either he went and set somebody's leg or he fell asleep in in a bed. In their bed. So he basically he has he what we know for sure happened is that he w- he was he had fall blah, blah, blah. what we know happened was mm-hmm. that he fell asleep on that day bed in the living room. Yeah. But what I was not able to absolutely confirm was whether or not he left to go do something at work. Oh, before before he fell before asleep. he fell asleep. Okay. Yeah. Okay. But it's a it's a very minor detail and it really okay. doesn't matter. Okay. Yeah. But you know, I try to be thorough. Okay. Yeah. So, Marilyn, she walks the neighbors out. I assume she probably checked on their son, mm-hmm. who had been in in, his, in bed for a while, mm-hmm. and then she went to bed. Yeah. Now, this is what Sam says happened next. He was awakened by the sound of his wife in distress. Okay. He then runs up the stairs to their bedroom where he see, where he, he says that he saw a form in bedroom Mm -hmm. and then the form knocked him out unconscious and then he, he comes to, he gets back up, goes downstairs to see, to see the person that knocked him out standing in the living room. Oh, okay. He supposedly chases this person out to the beach where they fight, they tussle, and then once again, once again, he's knocked out on the beach and eventually wakes up with his legs, like his legs are in the lake. Yeah. So half of his body is in the lake. Which, even though it's July, it's still cold. Because yeah. it's Lake Erie. It's up north. Uh-huh. And by this point, in his line of events, it's like early 4th of July. So it's the next day. It's Sunday. Yeah. But while we don't know whether all that happened for sure, uh-huh. we do know something for sure happened. Marilyn was murdered. Whoa. Specifically, she was bludgeoned to death. So much so that her face was completely unrecognizable. And when she was discovered, she was found with her, like, pajama top pulled up to expose her breasts. And her bottoms were pulled down to expose her private area. Her, her lady area. Her vagina. Yes. The bedroom, She well, she was found in the bedroom, and it was covered in blood. And then there were drops of blood all throughout the house on the floor. And then there were also some items that were missing from the house. Sam's watch was gone. His keys, with his keychain, they were gone. And then his fraternity ring was gone. But they were later found in, like, a canvas tote bag in some bushes near the house. Huh. 
Oh, Mr. Yeah. Form, why would you just steal something just to throw it in the bushes? You Mr. Dick. Form, what are you doing? What the fuck are you doing, Mr. Form? So around 5.40 a.m., um, Sam ends up calling one of his neighbors and just begs him to come over, saying, and he says, quote, they've killed her. He's, they're killed her, I'm sure of it. Oh. On the phone. So... Sure. Yes. So the neighbor and his wife come quickly. They come immediately. Mm-hmm. They get there and discover that Sam is shirtless. His pants were soaking wet, but he also has a blood stain on his knee. Okay. And they describe him as like in shock and completely disoriented. Okay. Oddly enough, though, their son, who they call Chip at this point, mm-hmm is sound asleep in his bedroom, and they have a family dog. The family dog was not barking at all. Yeah, even though... Even though though there was supposedly an intruder. Now, I... This... I have have some personal experience on this right here. Mm -hmm. My dog, Rosebud, she barks at a pin drop. Yeah, she does. Someone like if she, if my dog had the had the, had a thought that like I think there's a stranger in the house, she would be barking well, like crazy. She, if she seen a form, she would probably go nuts. Yes, Fuckers. she would. She yeah. absolutely would. Now, keep in mind that this is the 1950s. Mm-hmm. This happened at a time when what news was getting printed and reported was starting to change and more and more people also had access to the news that never had it before mm-hmm. so needless to say this crime got a ton of media attention like a ton of it really? but we'll we'll get into that okay, in yeah. a little bit I'm sure this does not come as a surprise at all when I say that Sam Shepard wasn't just the main suspect, but he was the only suspect. Not even a form? Nobody looked at anybody that shaped like a form? Well, I'm actually going to get into, uh, I'm actually going to get into that in a minute. (laughs) Okay. So, I think you need to just prepare for, uh, what's to come. So, Sam Shepard was obviously maintaining his innocence. Oh, yeah. And he claimed that it was a bushy-haired intruder that killed Marilyn. And it was the one... Bushy-haired intruder. Bushy-haired? Bushy-haired. bushy Yes. Um... So, the bushy-haired dude, according to Sam, was the one that came in, beat him up, and killed Marilyn. So, let me guess. Bay Village didn't round up everybody with bushy hair? Uh, not quite. Oh, okay. Never mind. Not even a little bit. Oh, no. At this point, I'm going to mention a man named Dr. Samuel Gerber. He was the coroner that investigated the case, mm-hmm. and he held some very strong opinions about this case. Mm-hmm. Pretty much as soon as he became involved, he was immediately suspicious of Sam. He thought that Sam was cold and detached when he gave his description of the crime scene and, like, what happened. 
and also thought that the bushy-haired intruder theory put forth by Sam sounded like a bunch of made-up malarkey. I think he actually thought, he, he said that he thought it was made up on the spot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But uh, Gerber was not the only one suspicious of Sam. Mm-hmm. There was a man named Louis Seltzer, and Louis Seltzer was the editor of the Cleveland Press, one of the main newspapers at the time. Mm-hmm. Louis Seltzer was also very suspicious of Sam. So he would, in the newspaper, kind of demand Sam's arrest. He also thought that Sam was using his family's notoriety to avoid getting blamed for the crime. Mm-hmm. But uh, Louis had something that not anybody else really had. What was this? A newspaper. So he used his newspaper as like a judge and jury without a case, mm-hmm. essentially to just get what he wanted. Okay. He would publish these like, it was several different front page editorials that were just designed to stir up public outrage. One of them was called Do It Now, Dr. Gerber, and that was published on July 21st, 1954. It was, it called for a public, a public inquest. And then Dr. Gerber, the, uh, the coroner, Mm -hmm. he announced that he was doing the inquest the next day. Oh, nice work. Oh, it doesn't stop there. Okay. There are two different ones. One is, uh, why isn't Sam Shepard in jail? And then, quit stalling and bring him in. Both calling for Sam Shepard's arrest. And he was arrested very shortly after the publishing of those two. This guy sounds like the... Sounds like the hipster version of a troll. Pretty much. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> Sam was arrested. Okay. And the trial starts on October 18th, 1954. So this guy, by the way, let me uh-huh. just say, now I have to make this joke right now because yeah. it came to my mind. I'm like, this is too good to, uh-huh. to let it go. This guy sounds like he should be writing for Viceland right now. Really? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's, I can, I can see why you would say that. Yeah. He's like, ah. Arrest him now! Arrest him now! <laughs> Lock, Lock him, him up! up. <laughs> <laughs> For those of you that might not have heard that, we said that at the same time. Okay. Yeah. So, like I said, the trial started on October 18th, 1954. The presiding judge was Edward Blythen, and the prosecution was led by John J. Mahone. M-A-H-O-N. The prosecution's main evidence included bloodstain analysis, and they really focused on painting Sam as a cheater, like a womanizer. They actually brought a former lab technician named Susan Hayes to the stand to testify against Sam Shepard, and spoiler alert, they had an affair. And she actually claimed that they were still sleeping together as soon as, like, three months before 
the murder. So, okay. Well, 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 I'll get back to it. I'm pretty sure you're going to answer my question, so I'm just going to let you keep going on. Okay. But if you don't, I'll definitely get back to that one. Okay. So, the jury Mm -hmm. was not sequestered. And as you could imagine, this case got a ton of media attention. For people that... Explain what sequestered means for people that... Okay, so... Sequestering a jury means that they are kept away from any form of media and they are... They, like, they stay in a separate location. They're not allowed to see their family... They are literally just alone. So that means this jury was literally the troll <coughs> that came up to him and be like, hey, lock them up. Lock them up. Yeah. Well, that's pretty much means what that, that, that's what that means. Yeah, that's what that means. Okay. Um, so the, like I said, this case was getting a ton of media attention mm-hmm. with, you know, the different things being reported having varying degrees of accuracy. Mm-hmm. And the jury was most Definitely influenced by all these different forms of media coming at them. Mm. Because this case, like I said, it had an insane amount of press. This is O.J. Simpson before before O.J. Simpson. Well, uh, it's funny you say that. Mm-hmm. Because this case has a link to the O.J. Simpson case. Oh. But we're going to get there in a little bit. Oh, okay, yeah. This comes as no surprise to you, but Sam Shepard was convicted of second-degree murder on December 21st, 1954. Wow, I'm surprised he only got second-degree. Yeah. And a lot of really terrible things happened kind of in the wake of this trial. Okay, yeah. On January 7th, 1955, Ethel Shepard killed herself. Ethel. Ethel Shepard was Sam's mom. Well, it was due to a gunshot. On the 18th of January, 1955, Richard Shepard, Sam's father, he passed away due to cancer and a bleeding ulcer in his stomach. And then this was a little bit later, but on the the 13th of February, 1963, Thomas Reese, Marilyn's father, killed himself. Damn. Yeah. So... Lots of crazy stuff happens. Okay. This is pretty crazy. This is pretty intense. Yeah. So, yeah. the original lawyer, William Corrigan, Corrigan uh-huh. which is uh, the same name of the uh, lead singer of the Smashing Pumpkins. <laughs> is, is he related? <laughs> that I can't confirm, but I also can't deny. Yes, I, th- I feel like this is the reason why you did this case. It's just because there's a well, I ha- I'm not gonna lie. Um, <laughs> I'm quite a Smashing Pumpkins fan, and uh, whenever I saw that the lawyer's name was William Corrigan, I was like, Billy. It's <laughs> like Billy Corrigan. I have to talk about him. <laughs> I get to talk about one of my favorite people in the world. I get to talk about one of the most talented musicians of all time. Oh. I was so excited. So, I'm just going to call him Billy Corrigan because I can. No, you can. It's your story. Billy Corrigan. It's your story. You the, can say Billy if you want to. The original lawyer for yeah. Sam Shepard okay. 
For six years, he worked on appeal after appeal, Mm -hmm. having all of them get denied. But unfortunately passed away on July 30th, 1961. So he failed, much like Billy Corgan's career. No! <laughs> you know what? Sometimes I, you just say things to wind me up. Pockets. I'm talking about this Billy Culkin. Oh, okay. Well. <laughs> All right. I can't attack the Smashing Pumpkins. Sorry. Well, you know, his, his, lawyer, his lawyer dies. Mm-hmm. But he gets a new lawyer. Okay. To take over. His case. And that lawyer's name is F. Lee Bailey. Does that name mean mean does that name mean anything to you? Oh yeah, it does. It should. It means a good bit, man. It should mean a good bit to anybody listening to this right now. Oh I I just heard a case that he did earlier today. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Probably earlier in this episode. Not earlier in this episode. Oh yeah, you did. Well, yeah, well, yeah. I know that case, but mm-hmm. also it's, it's a it's a case that I might bring up. That I might just go ahead and give it away. It might be bringing up later on in the February. Okay. Yeah, well. Case. Well, uh. It's done a lot of big cases. In case, in case, just well, just to kind of bring it full circle here, mm-hmm. F. Lee Bailey was also a member of O.J. Simpson's dream team. He was. During the big, trial. Big time member. Big time member. Big time member. He's got some people off. He's got, he's got a nice few people off. Yeah. His this was his first case. Really? Yes. Huh. And this, I'm, you know, not to, not to really prematurely spoil anything, but F. Lee Bailey gets to spread his wings and fly. And this is 1954. Right now, we are... Mm, yeah, well, right now we're actually in 1961. 1961? Okay. Yeah, so at this point, Sam has been in prison for a while. Yeah, he's been in prison for a while, because yeah. this murder happened in 1954, right? Yes, it did. And he was convicted in 1954. Damn, so yeah, he's been in prison for seven years. Mm-hmm. Shit. All right, Anthony Bailey, let's see what you got, man, man. All right, well, after a, a couple years, mm-hmm. uh, F. Lee Bailey, his petition for a writ of habeas corpus, which means unlawful, it basically means unlawful imprisonment, mm-hmm. uh, it gets granted on the 15th of July in 1964. Okay. So, <clears throat> um, at the, basically at this point... Uh, Sam gets to get out of prison, Mm -hmm. but then the state of Ohio appealed that ruling for the writ of habeas corpus, Mm -hmm. and on the 4th of March, 1965, that ruling was reversed, so he had to go back. Mm. Yeah. That has to be the suckiest film in the world. Oh, yeah. But, uh... Like the like the hero he is, F. Lee Bailey appealed to the U.S. Supreme Court. Oh yeah, and they were granted a hearing. By everybody, I want you to know that when Haley said "hero," she meant it very sarcastically because everybody in the true crime world knows that F. Lee Bailey 
is the biggest douchebag probably in true crime history. Well, we'll get to what eventually happened to him in a minute, but... He's the Stephen Hawkins of true crime. Oh, God. I'm just kidding. So he's, not that, he's not as bad as Stephen Hawkins. No, I'm just kidding. So, I mean, Stephen Hawkins is a bad step. Really <laughs> so, on June 6th, 1966. Nice, six, six, so, 6666 is what that would look like if yeah, you're looking at it. That is true, yeah. Perhaps in a... Uh, a, a weird kind of Freudian slip there. Uh-huh. Uh, the Supreme Court actually struck down the guilty verdict by a vote of 8-1, to one, okay. noting the carnival atmosphere of the trial and the bias of the trial judge, who actually told a reporter that Sam was, quote, guilty as hell. So they listed both of those as some of the reasoning. I mean, I mean yeah, that's good reason. Yeah. Good reason. So at this point, Sam was released for the retrial. But uh, something weird happens mm-hmm. before before the retrial even starts. Okay. Sam gets married. Oh, okay. Just a couple days after he was released. Apparently this woman named... Now, I'm going to butcher this name. Oh, you can't butcher it any worse than I can butcher. Arian? Ari? Ari? Ariane? Don't, don't call it Arian. She's not part of the Arian nation. Well, I'm getting there. <laughs> Ariane Teban Johans. Oh, shit. She might be part of the Arian nation. Well, well let me <laughs> no, just say not. this. She has Johans as a last name. Fuck. Well, let me just, let me just okay. say this. Her half-sister... Was Magda Richel, the wife of Joseph Goebbels. Oh, fuck yeah. She was part of the Aryan Nation for sure. She was the literally one of the leaders of the Aryan now, Nation. Now, Kip, since you're the resident uh, history major, why don't you explain to people listening who Joseph Goebbels is? Goebbels is. Okay, Joseph Goebbels was Hitler's literally right-hand man. Yeah. Literally any anything. Okay, so let's say Joseph Goebbels was like to Hitler. Was he like the PR man? Yes, he was the PR guy. So he was like uh, God, who's the guy that Trump just fired last year? Um, Steve Bannon. Steve Bannon. She was so Goebbels was hit was Hitler. Steve Bannon. Oh Lord. So he was the guy that told Hitler what to say, when to say it. He told Hitler like how people would love you in this situation. I love you, baby. And he controlled literally. It was to the point where he controlled television. Ooh. And anything that was produced on television in Germany was controlled by Goebbels. Mm-hmm. Anything taught in schools was controlled by Goebbels. Goebbels literally controlled everything. So mm-hmm. when you think of... He's most mostly what Hitler deniers, they usually blame it. Mm-hmm. Like, when, like when people say that they believe Hitler didn't know about the Holocaust... They usually say that it's Goebbels that did the Holocaust, and Hitler was only the was only the political guy. And to that, I say, my ass. But I'm just telling you what yeah. I'm just telling you what people that say that oh Hitler yeah. Hitler wasn't as bad a guy that that it was that it was he actually, was just a, a sad artist. Well, yeah. What I just say? What I just say that Hitler was a 
was so political that he couldn't have his hand in that. He mm-hmm. couldn't have his hand in that much. Because if you look at what people try to say is that Hitler wasn't that smart of a guy. Mm-hmm. So he wouldn't know how to run a nation and be able to commit something as huge as the Holocaust. But, yeah. you know, I'm not debating if that's... I'm not debating I'm going to go into historical mm-hmm. history and say that Hitler was... A, was uh, <laughs> a bad dude. <laughs> I would go for, I'm going to go off into history and say that Hitler probably did know, run the Holocaust and knew I'm about gonna, the Holocaust. I'm going to go off on a limb and say <laughs> that uh, Hitler was probably a bad guy. Yeah, so I'm going to go off on a limb and say that, but... but I'm also going to go off on a limb Kermos here most power was the most was the more say, powerful guy well people all said reality. he was the most powerful person in german in okay. germany at the time that he was more powerful than well that was her brother-in-law mm. even but she very strongly insisted that she was not a nazi Oh, I bet. I bet. Mm-hmm. I'm not a nazi i do not know why this swat sticker is on my ass crack I don't know why I'm a SWAT sticker's tramp stamp. (laughs) That's actually a direct quote. (laughs) (laughs) So, with that, Sam is a married man. Do you think Sam ever netted on a SWAT sticker's tramp stamp? (laughs) Oh my god, I'm not going to dignify that with a response. Anyways. While I'm dealing Marilyn Reese's name. Marilyn! Oh, God. (laughs) I'm sorry. Anyways. I'm sorry. I'm sorry for everybody at home. I just couldn't hold myself in. The retrial process (laughs) began in October 1966 with jury selection. This time, they were sequestered because this case... Still got a lot of media attention. Uh, and Effley Bailey took this opportunity to try to attempt to discredit every aspect of the case that the prosecution had against Sam. Mm. He even called their argument against him, quote, 10 pounds of hogwash in a five pound bag. Mm-hmm. His words. Not mine. And this trial, spoiler alert, goes way better for Sam Shepard. Um, F. Lee Bailey was able to get the coroner, Gerber, mm-hmm. to admit that he had no idea what the murder weapon was. He was able to showcase that the blood spatter showed that whoever did the crime was left-handed while Sam was right-handed. Yeah. And Mm. on 1966, it will, on November 16th, 1966, after 12 hours of deliberation, the jury comes back and Sam was found not guilty. I think that the thing that worked in his favor is mm-hmm. that is the time. I think the time actually mm-hmm. worked in his favor a lot. Well, and pretty much everywhere that I read about this case, the number one thing that got him off was that blood spatter evidence. Yeah. Because 
if, I mean, if it goes a certain way, you can tell whether or not the person that did it was left-handed or right-handed. And people, regardless of how hard they try, you, you lead with the hand that you use. Yeah, but the thing is, you don't know. Uh, and he was a doctor. People knew what hand was his leading hand. But you don't know what the situation was that made that made the blood spot the way it was, though. Mm-hmm. I mean, it could have been like, yeah, he was maybe hitting her with his right hand, but maybe he was hitting it. Maybe he was well, pimp slapping her or some shit. Who knows? No, because she was bludgeoned. Huh. I don't know. I just feel like there's some ways that you could defeat this, but okay. who knows? All right. Just keep, you know. Yeah. I, I just feel like there's some ways you can defeat that logic. Yeah. I, I, I mean, I see logic. I see what you're saying. Mm-hmm. I do. But it helped. Either way, it helped yeah. him out. Yeah. That helped him out. And the fact Susan Hayes did not take the stand. Mm. He didn't take the stand either. Mm. So... He was found not guilty, made him a free man, and it made F. Lee Bailey a very famous man. Oh, yeah. And a very sought-after lawyer. Even though later, mm-hmm. he ended up uh, having his license revoked because of misconduct much, much later. Um, yeah. Well, we, we, he's gonna, he's gonna be a, he's gonna be a... He's going to uh, pop back up in this podcast. Yeah, he's going to be a very returning guest on our podcast. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. Come on back, F. Lee Bailey. <laughs> so, you know, just because Sam Shepard is a free man doesn't mean that life just all of a sudden became amazing for him. Mm-hmm. He actually shared with Johnny Carson whenever he was on The Tonight Show. At this, Now, this didn't air on the show mm-hmm. about... T- Um, about nine years after Sam was on the show, Johnny Carson shared this with a guy, an actor named George Peppard, who actually played Sam Shepard in a TV movie. Um, Johnny Carson told him that Sam shared with him that he actually had a gun with him in the courtroom for the retrial. And if he was found guilty again... He said he was going to kill himself in court mm. because he like in he he was just like I was not going to go back to prison. Mm. So I don't know if he was going to shoot himself or if he was going to do something to cause the police to shoot him. But mm. either way, he was going to get he was going he was going to die. Hey, the Tuesday Sam not guilty. He goes uh, as soon as they say he's guilty. Like Sam, you are now found guilty of boo, 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 boo. murder. He goes. Um, um, hey, I gotta go piss real quick. Uh, you can just, uh, you're gonna, you're not me now, right? Yeah. I'm gonna go piss real quick. Um, when I come back, uh, you can sense me. Alright, well, well, just make it quit, Sam, because I think we're gonna... Uh, we're gonna send it to you, like, right here, right now. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, no, no, don't worry, don't worry. I'm just gonna go piss real quick. Sam, um, why is the why are your pants falling down a little bit in the back there? Oh no 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 no! It's it's I just I crapped my pants. Yeah, I kind of shit my pants here. I kind of shit my pants here. I mean, God, I just got found the guilty of murder. Obviously, I'm shitting my pants. Isn't that the isn't that the time for someone to shit their pants? God, he said he was whatever he was gonna do. He said he was gonna do it in the courtroom. Okay. 
So he probably wasn't going to go try to take a piss. No. I mean, he might have pissed his pants. Hey, Judge, I'm just going to go on this table and tie my shoe real quick. (laughs) But, you know, luckily for everybody, that didn't happen because he was found not guilty. Yeah, found not guilty. Good. So after, after all of this is over, quote unquote... Um, he actually tried to get back into his get back into his medical practice, but two patients died on his operating table, and he was hit with some malpractice suits, so that didn't last very long. Well, I'm pretty sure that he's probably not going to be as good as he was. Well, he practice yeah. in like ten over ten plus years. I would have exactly. been like, I would have been like, for, I would have been like, if I was a patient, I would be like, yeah, I'm not going behind the guy that's fucking has a practice in ten fucking years. Yeah. Um, exactly. However, I'm pretty sure that he did, uh, he, I know for a fact that in 1959 he was involved in a cancer study. Um, like he, he, he was allowed to be involved with a cancer study and he actually like assisted in medical stuff that happened at the prison too. So it's not like he was totally out of the game, he but he was not. He wasn't operating on people. No, 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 no. <laughs> he no, wasn't no. operating on people like he has, like no, he is now. No, 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 no. Not at all. So unfortunately for him and his uh, his wife, his no Aryan Nation wife, fuck that, his, Aryan Nation wife, Teb Teb Johan. They divorced in 1969. Oh, she's probably like uh, in Octo- in October 1969. You got Jewish lawyer. You get you out. Lee Bailey gets you out. I don't approve. I don't approve. You should have went to jail. You should have said I go to prison. Mm-hmm. I will never support you. <laughs> All the while, um I think especially like after the malpractice suits hit him, he becomes a raging alcoholic. Uh, he's missing those days and letting go on that Nazi trip. Oh, yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> and then, in a very weird turn, he gets into professional wrestling. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, you gotta tell me, what was that name for Sam Shepard? Dr. Sam Shepard. Is that his, is that was his real wrestling name? That's it. Please look. Did you look anything of him up online? Uh, I I did see a poster that of a t- of he was he decided he was gonna go tour, oh. and it had Doctor Sam Shepard on there. I okay, everybody. This is another reason to follow the social media because mm-hmm. I'm gonna find that poster and, and it's gonna post be posted. It. Yeah, it's gonna be posted. So please follow social media so you can laugh at this like I am going to. Yes. So, he gets into professional wrestling, and he actually ends up getting married a third time to a woman named Colleen Strickland. She was 19 years old, and she was the daughter of his wrestling coach. Keep in mind, he's, like, in his 40s at this point. Oh, I know. I know. I'm like, yes, I want to marry the 19-year-old Nazi lover that also budged his first wife. Yes. So, after all of this... On April 6th. Do you think his wrestling coach, do you think that her dad was just like, oh, I'm so, I'm so happy for my daughter. No, I bet this is exactly how he sounded. Oh, I'm so happy. This is great. And I would imagine after what happens next, he gets a little bit of relief. How does his wrestling coach not beat these shit out? Oh, the keys keep going on. 
Okay. Okay. On April 6th, 1970. Okay. Sam Shepard is found dead in his home in Columbus, Ohio. Oh, so 1970, that makes him, what, 47 years old? Yeah, 47 years old. Yeah. Okay. Well, not quite. He was 46 because his birthday was in December. Yeah, his birthday was in December. But you're very close. Okay. And uh, that's that's the end of the line of what? Sam Shepard. Well, wait. What? What? Did, how is he? What happened to him? So he died. Right. Now, I didn't write this down because it was a whole thing. He actually did not die of like alcohol poisoning. Mm-hmm. He died of something that is going to be very difficult for me to pronounce. Okay, <clears throat> the official cause of death was Wernicke's encephalopathy. Encephalopathy. Basically, he had lesions in his brain caused by a deficiency in thiamine. And thiamine, also known as vitamin B1, it's found in food, um, dietary supplements. This guy um, sounds like he probably sucked as a doctor then as well. And basically, it just the the lack of having this stuff called he, thiamine. He did not. He's a doctor. He doesn't know that that not to have vitamin B in his system. Well, the thing is, I don't think he would have... He was drunk, so he wouldn't have been able to know. Hey, this guy was a shitty doctor. I'm just going to go off on him and say right now, Sam Shepard, you were a shitty doctor. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that that's how he died. And, uh, the I mean, the only... the I mean, obviously, the TV show happens. Yeah. That movie happened. Uh-huh. Um, and his son actually ends up, like, spending a lot of time trying to clear his dad's name after his father's death. Damn, that sucks. It'd be a sucky way to live your life. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Damn, I think we have to give Burke Ramsey credit. At least he didn't fucking end up like this. Yeah. So, um, even though he died, that's not the end of the story. Okay. In September 1997... His son, Chip, had his body exhumed for DNA testing to to try to officially clear his father's name. Oh, shit. And DNA testing officially cleared him of any involvement in Marilyn's death. No way! Uh Uh-huh. So I've been shitting on Sam Shepard this whole entire time? Yes. And the case remains unsolved to this day. Damn. Great work, Sammy boy. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. So this is a real case of Dude, Where's My Killer that will probably never be solved. Oh, yeah, it's not going to be solved at all. One, because Bay Village was Bay Village Ohio cops. 
kind of suck ass. Yes. Bay Village, Ohio people seem to very much suck ass. And really, the Bay Village, Ohio newspapers extremely suck ass. Oh, the fucking troll. I mean, uh-huh. I already dissed the fucking troll. Yeah. I dissed the fucking troll. Louis Seltzer. Yeah, that guy is a fucking, as the fucking, he would be working for Vice right now mm-hmm. if he was alive today. Uh, fuck, Susan Hayes. She might have been the one that fucking killed him for all we fucking know at this point. Well, I, in my head, I like to think that there's some bushy-haired dude that was just walking around like, <laughs> they'll never think it was me. I think so. I mean, I mean it's, it's very interesting because it's intriguing because this, this is what I was going to say or ask earlier. Yeah. And I thought that maybe you might have answered it, but you did answer it. What's your question? Well, the thing that I would say with everything that was even in this case, mm-hmm. they try to call him a womanizer and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But why would any of this result in him bludgeoning his wife to death? They tried to let that be his motive. They wanted it to look well, like he just but, wanted her gone. But why would he want? But but why would? Oh, but even if he wanted her gone. If he's already cheating on her anyway, mm-hmm. what the fuck would he even want to kill her for? Because or, she's pregnant. But that doesn't matter. She's been pregnant before. Yeah, but they yeah they have one kid, and yeah. she's she's pregnant now. The, he's, it's he's the been same. Cheating on her without the, with the what? He's, he was cheating on her anyway. Yeah, I mean it it's it it's the same. Point. It's the same basic logic as the Scott Peterson Lacey Peterson case. I mean, I'm not saying. I mean, obviously they were wrong. I'm just trying to answer your question. Well, I just the thing is that I just wonder what the logic was behind any of this. That was like that's not logical though. They well, I mean, but here's the deal. Back in the day, it like back during this case, it wasn't just the prosecution that had a say in what kind of guy he was. All of those, all of the newspapers were also painting him out to be a really terrible guy. They even, like, brought forth this woman that lived in, like, I think, like, New York or New Jersey or something, and she claimed that they had an affair and she was the mother of his child, and it was all false. But the thing is, it doesn't matter. Any of this stuff doesn't matter. So that's like me. I That's like saying I worked at Popeyes or something like that, mm-hmm. and then I love to eat KFC, and I love to eat KFC all the time on my breaks. But then I have to go back to Popeyes, and mm-hmm. I'll be like, you know what? I'm just gonna do. I'm just gonna blow up Popeyes so I can eat KFC all the time. Like it doesn't make any fucking sense. No, let me let me. I mean, like I like I said previously, they were wrong because DNA proved that he wasn't involved. But 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 before you get all crazy. Let me just let me just lay something out here. You have a doctor who is very good looking. He's really popular and he has probably cheated on his wife a couple times after she had their child and they moved back home. The wife ends up dead. And you have a husband that was there, and then the pub, the public, the concert, the and the conservative people of this town find out that 
not only was he known to be cheating on his wife with someone that he worked with, but the wife somehow ends up dead and the son doesn't wake up during all of this commotion and the dog isn't barking. It's very much circumstantial evidence, but if you present it the right way to the right group of people, it's very condemning. It's not condemning. It's condemning to these dumb fucks in fucking Bay Village. I know a place that I'm not visiting. Sorry, if you're from Bay Village, Ohio, your history is shitty. So I'm not visiting Bay Village, Ohio. This doesn't make any sense for any evidence. And, by the way, I'm shitting on Sam Sepper before because he married a Nazi. I don't really care so much about this other stuff. Because, honestly, it seems like right now, he didn't kill his wife. He, he still married a Nazi. And he probably was still a shitty, a shitty fucking wrestler. But, what the fuck is wrong with these people? You literally locked somebody up for murder where you had zero fucking evidence at all. But before I said that the DNA evidence proved him to be innocent, didn't you think he did it? I thought he did it. Uh, I mean, I guess so. Be honest. Be honest. I guess so, but the thing is, I wasn't in, but I didn't have, I I was in the courtroom on that day. Mm -hmm. No, I I guess so. I guess so. Mm Mm-hmm. But at the same time, but I don't. I don't think. I don't think I, uh, if do, it was, do you want if me to be honest with you? Going, if it was me in a courtroom, said this is body to murder, I don't think. I don't think I would have did. But you know, who knows? But you go. You go in honesty. Okay, I'm gonna be. I'm gonna be honest with you. Mm-hmm. I think the reason why you can't understand why he got convicted is because you're not like most people. I think it's really easy for you to be able to take something like someone being unfaithful to their wife and just set that to the side. I think most people... I'm not setting it to the side. Mm -hmm. But the thing I'm saying is, so he's unfaithful for his wife. What in that scenario makes him then a killer? Well, I mean, it. This I'm. I'm not trying to compare apples to oranges, but because it's, it's no two different like, cases. There's, there's been a million. There's a, <clears throat> if you look at statistics, and I'm not a big fan of the statistics, but if you look at statistics, like thirty percent of men have cheated on their wife or something like that, and but thirty percent really, of men aren't fucking murderers. Yeah, but it's really easy to turn. It's very easy to paint someone as having a bad moral compass or being having bad character whenever you find out that they have been unfaithful to their pregnant wife. It's I mean, it's all about it was all about painting a particular portrait of him as just being a terrible person because, you know, it's it's easy to do that. And the same and the same thing happened with Scott Peterson. He was cold and distant whenever he did his interviews with police. If you watch the videos, and before any of the evidence actually ever came out that he did anything to his wife, which he did, people still thought he was guilty because he had an affair with Amber Fry. I guess for everybody at home, the point and moral of this episode is literally: don't be a shitty person. Well, don't make and, assumptions. Well, don't be a shitty person and then be in a room when somebody gets murdered. 
Yeah. <laughs> if you're gonna be a shitty person, be a shitty person by yourself. Yeah. If you're, be, if you're a shitty person and you're around people and they wind up getting killed, even if you didn't do it, you're gonna wind up getting fucking blamed for it. It seems like because pretty much this guy got sentenced to prison off of being a shitty person. Well, it's, and you know what? It's, it, it's it, easier. It, it's his fault again because mm-hmm. then after he gets out of prison. He uh, immediately gets married. Towns. No, he not even that he gets married. He moves back to this shithole fucking town. Yeah, these they, shitty fucking people. When after he got after he got off, they actually settled really close to the house that this all happened in, and what that is, really rubbed is, people the wrong way. What is wrong with this motherfucker? You I don't get, know. You, you just got sentenced by these shitty people. Don't fucking ever come back there again. Mm-hmm. Want me to tell you what happens if I get rolling convicted of murder? And then wind up getting off. Guess what? The first thing I'm go- doing moving. Mm, yeah, never coming back to that shitty fucking town. I got really convicted of murder. Mm-hmm. I, I, I don't be a shitty person. And uh, this, 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 this just now kind of mind blows me a little mm-hmm. bit. Well, it's it's. I think it's easy for people to just assume that bad people do bad things. If, I mean, you know, you're proved wrong by people every day, but typically in life, you think, that's a good person, they're probably not going to kill someone, or that's a bad person. I wouldn't be shocked if they committed a murder. I will say this. There's a lot of weird things in this thing. I think what what made me maybe at first believe they did it mm-hmm. is... One, he had literally no identification for the guy other than fucking bushy, bushy hair, hair. Even though he got in a fucking wrestling match with a guy. Yeah. And then the idea that the guy literally dragged him into the water and mm-hmm. reach and washed blood off him. Mm-hmm. I was like, that's pretty weird. Why would he mm-hmm. drag you into the water and wash blood off of you? Mm-hmm. So I think that might have been maybe a reason why I would look into it. That would be mm-hmm. one of my only reasons that I yeah. would say. So I'm trying to get into them logically and say mm-hmm. what would be the reason behind it. See, this. Uh, that might be reasoning. I mean, here's the, the deal. The cheating is not reasoning at all. That makes no sense to me. See, call me stupid, but I've, for the whole time I thought, well, of course he did it. Mm-hmm. And, you know. Well, I thought that he did it too. But, I didn't think he did it, but I did not. But I, I thought there would be some evidence behind it. But the for me, it was the fact that the son was asleep and the dog wasn't barking. That said a lot to me. It, and I thought the whole story of like, oh, there was an intruder and I followed him up to the stairs and then he knocked me out. Then I woke back up, followed him back downstairs. Then we went out to the beach and fought. I thought that whole thing seemed a little made up. And then, you know, I can't I can't help but be influenced by him cheating on his wife. I cannot. Okay, the cheating part, again, the fighting at the beach part, mm-hmm. again, that's what makes me go, okay, that's what would make me in a courtroom. That would be what gets me. Mm-hmm. Now, the cheating stuff, mm-hmm. I'll be like, why the fuck do they have this fucking woman on the stand for? What the fuck? What the fuck? Okay, you 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 had sex with him. Did he know he was in the? Did he know he was married? Yeah, I live in this town too. Then you're a fucking dick too. Maybe you might have killed her. Mm. 
I would I be think, like, maybe you're Jody Aries, you asshole. I think it's really easy for, for you to say that, but I think whenever prosecutors... They, they, th- their job is to frame things to make someone look guilty. That's their job. I, I, I guess so. I don't, this is, this is so, this is so weird. This is so weird, a case. Mm-hmm. Like, this is, this is a weird one right here. Yeah. This is a weird one. You caught, you said it was going to be bonkers. It is 100% bonkers. Mm-hmm. I'm just trying to. I'm trying to go under the logic behind this one. And I think this is the most court casey that we've done. It. Mm-hmm. So, I know I don't do court casey. Well, the like well, the majority of the of the craziness happens court after the crime. Yeah, after the crime. Yeah, because literally he sends this guy to fucking life in prison. Life in prison, and he gets out in what? He gets like, out after like eleven years, something mm-hmm. like that. Mm-hmm. Let me use. And then we get F. Lee Bailey, who's this guy is going mm-hmm. to be an instant. He's, I can't wait for you to hear. To hear when, uh, he's coming up soon, yeah. everybody. For everybody, he's coming up soon. Because I know I'm going to bring him up in probably uh, next few weeks or so. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, we got. God, this is an instant one. Yeah. This is a weird one, for sure. Well, everybody, this was a weird one. Uh, I guess. Let's get to our shit happened. Yeah, shit happened, man. So, what shit happened this week for you, Ailey? Um, let's see here. Y'all are going to pretty much easily discover that I lead a very boring life. <laughs> I got over my sickness. That oh, happened. That happened? Yeah, I Did still you? have a little bit of a nasal problem, but, you know, other than that, I'm good, man. Oh. Yeah. Well, no, no other shit? No other shit. No other shit. Well, I have hurt my back very badly. You might, yes. I might be sounding in and out on this podcast a And you bit. might be hearing the squeaking of... Oh, you're definitely hearing some squeaking in the bed for sure. Mm-hmm. I, am lay, I am trying my best to lay down a little bit. I cannot sit up for very long. Mm-hmm. If I sit up very long, I literally want to murder somebody. And uh, I don't want to end up like Sam Shepard. Yeah, I know. I want to play Sham Shepherd, so I'm not trying to be a terrible person. That's a good thing to effort. Even though it would be interesting to see me marry a Noxie. I, uh, I don't think I'm not. It'll be interesting to see a person that looks like me marry a Noxie and that on a, on a SWAT sticker. I think that's a new bucket list goal in my life is to know a SWAT sticker. Let's not say that on a podcast. <laughs> Let's not have that recorded for everyone to hear. Jeez Louise. It's something I... Well, the reason why is because it's impossible. It's never going to happen ever in my lifetime. Uh-huh. For people that don't know, I'm a black guy with dreads. I'm not attracted. No Noxie is going to be attracted to me. And I'm most likely not going to be attracted to a Noxie. It's not... It's not. It's not. It's not gonna happen. So. <laughs> I think Haley is getting jealous of my. I'm not jealous. Nazi. I'm just Nazi. you know. It's my life goal to marry a Nazi. <laughs> no, I didn't say marry a Nazi. I said just have sex with her. No, oh my god. <laughs> I'm gonna pretend like this is not happening right now. <laughs> 
Now you have a new thing for shit that happens. Uh-huh. Shit happens. <laughs> I broke up with my boyfriend. Oh, shit, no. We're the first couple of true crap. <laughs> Uh, Ladies, make sure your boyfriend does not have a thing for Nazis before you start dating. Because it will end in utter fire and flames. My shit happened. I think I just made my girlfriend hate me for the rest of my night. <laughs> guess is not doing anything with his girlfriend tonight. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, so, yeah, my back is hurting. Let's <laughs> go. So, again, segue. So, all of that to say, I'm in severe pain. <laughs> Please send me your well wishes. So, Haley is right-handed in case I am bludgeoned to death. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> Okay, yeah, so that's the shit happened. Uh, shit happened is, one, my back's hurting. Um, past that, uh, I've been working on our merchandise. So we're going to have a merch site up very soon. Mm-hmm. We're going through a website called Big, Big Cartel. Cartel. So we're going to have a merch site very soon up for people if they want to get merch. Mm-hmm. Um, we've been talking about doing a Patreon um, if you do want to send us money, uh, again, let us know. We're going to do yeah, what we Yeah, that's, I feel like that's something very much that we need to get okay. a listener's opinion. opinion on. Because that's, I mean, I don't, and I'm just speaking for myself right now. I don't right. ever want to make someone else feel like they're, yeah, yeah. they're being taken advantage of. Yeah, well, I'm saying, yeah. I mean, no, if they do decide to send us money, it's going to be going towards the podcast in yeah. some type of way. Because uh, in case you haven't noticed, our, our sound is not the best. Yeah. Well, hey, stop shitting on Stop I'm shitting not... on our podcast! Stop yelling! <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, I'm, you know... We there are there are things that can be improved. It's not a bad thing to you know, look for opportunities. You no, know, if you if you if I'm allowed to talk about nutting on Nazi tramp stacks, you're allowed to shit on a podcast. Oh my god! I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> no, but literally, no. If you did, if you do decide to to donate money to us at all, it's definitely would be going towards the podcast for sure. <laughs> are you okay? I'm good. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so every go toys podcast for sure. So for sure, um, just um, let us know. And uh, again, we're gonna definitely post a picture of Sam Shepard fucking wrestling. That is gonna be fucking insane. Mm-hmm. So besides that, um, I guess the merch thing. That's about it for. Yeah, I think that's about it for us to talk about. Huh? Yeah, that's pretty much it. Um, next two episodes. Um, we got. What, two episodes until we get into the Black History Month um, series, and that one's going to be I'm insane. excited for that. Yeah, that one's going to be 100% insane. I can tell you right now, I got two, and those two are going to be insane. One was with Lee, Lee Bailey, so uh, we'll be seeing him again. 
Um, next two episodes I got planned are going to be pretty cool, chill, relaxed as well. They're going to be more funny, kind of like this one a little bit. So we're trying to get a little bit fun in because when Black History Month comes, it's not going to be fun because Black History and murder is not the funnest thing in the world. No. There's not going to be any Nazi wives in there. <laughs> and, and then I'm going to go off on them and say, yeah, we're not going to see too many Nazi knives in our black history. Nazi knives? Nazi knives. Is that, that's, uh, what was that? You said Nazi knives Watsy instead knives. of Nazi and wives. Nazi wives and Nazi knives. <laughs> I guess that is, that is what they, what is it, uh, uh, when you turn around, when you turn around phrasing, I don't know. But, uh... It was just a goof. It was a goof. I goofed. You done goofed. Like everybody in Bay Village said to Sam Shepard. Mm-hmm. Oh. You done goofed, son. We we done goofed. Sorry, Sam. We, Sorry, we Sam. Goof. We, we goofed. goofed. <laughs> you did look very guilty, though. <laughs> We still don't found that bushy hair guy. We live in a town where nobody has bushy hair, Sam. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. Well, I guess with that said, um, again, five stars, please. Um, I think we got a lot of material out there. You could like literally five star and say, um, I got a Nazi wife or like five star, um, I nutted on Nazi tattoo on five star. Please you don't do five star that. <laughs> five star, five star. You do need a, a better sound booth. Uh, five star. Uh, Haley is awesome and kip you suck. <laughs> five, five star. Ew. <laughs> five star. Get well soon. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, just besides that, uh. I hope everybody has a great weekend. See you next week. Uh, I guess we can try to try to do something this weekend, maybe, if you want to. Now, all right, Shayla says, no, I'm going to just not force anything she doesn't want to do. <laughs> I I'm have gone. to work all weekend. Since she's already upset me anyway. So, <laughs> great week. I can't help that I have to work all weekend. I'm messing with you, Haley. The first couple of true crime is always in love with each other, always and forever. Even definitely after I gave her Alexa Bliss thing. You could have yeah. said that. Your shit happened. Yeah, he, d- he did surprise me yesterday at work with a little pop figurine of Alexa Bliss, a.k.a. my girl crush from yeah. WWE. WWE. And who also has um, sexual pictures online. Check out Alexa sexual pictures. Oh God! Hey, you showed me Courtney Love's tits. I did, I did, I did. <laughs> I'm trying to give our I'm trying to give our listeners something to look forward to. Oh goodness! <laughs> if they have listened this far into the podcast, yeah, exactly. If you're still here, just treat yourself with some pictures of Alexa Bliss. Oh, I love I love wrestling so much. I'm happy I got you into wrestling a little bit there. Just Alexa Bliss. Yeah, I guess it is true. Yeah, I guess it is only just Alexa Bliss. Yeah. Right. Well. Well, with that said, I hope everybody has a great evening. And, uh, 
Hope you have a great rest of your week. Guess, oh yeah, well, rest of the week. Sorry, I said evening. Uh, well, well, evening I, too. Yeah. Uh, evening too. I guess rest any, of the week. Any time evening. that you're listening to this, we hope that from this point forward, you're having a great life. Yes. Well, definitely. I just said, don't, don't, be, don't be a terrible person because you will end up like Sam Shepard. Exactly. I guess that's our new thing. That's like me. That might be Don't be a thing. Sam Shepard. Don't be a Sham Shepard. Mm-hmm. Peace out. Deuces, y'all.